Howdy there, lady. You're tuned into Wine and Gine, a lively woman's health podcast hosted by two licensed midwives, Kelly Pappas and Tiffany Alblinger. We're dragging every sister, mom, and best friend on our mission to make chatting about the female body and everything that comes along with it a normal and amusing thing. Grab a glass of wine with us while we flex our vagina expertise and dish on women's health topics each episode. Remember, you too can be a vagina expert because you have one. Welcome back, Gyners. It's Kelly. And Tiffany. And we are back with you for yet another episode. For your ears to listen to. Exciting times here. Um, well, we've missed you this past week. Oh, it was terrible. What am I doing with my life oh. I'm not recording for you? <laughs> but we have a uh, super fun episode for you guys. I loved researching this and kind of putting things together because I think it's pretty fascinating. As you can tell by the title of today's episode, we are talking about... What to eat during your cycle. Ooh. Oh. Interesting. Um, that thought never crossed my mind until maybe a couple years ago. Yeah, because we're a bunch of ding-dongs. <laughs> like, that the... Obviously, what we eat impacts all the things, but I guess I never put it together that, like, oh, during this phase of my cycle, this is happening in my body, and here's how I can support it. Yes. I don't know how I didn't quite put that together. Well, we're putting it together for you, Gyners. Yes, we are. And hopefully you have thought about it, and if you haven't, I'm extra excited for you to listen today because we want to share things that we have learned, and we're excited to learn from what y'all have done to support yourselves as well. Um, So to start off, like we just talked about, oh, this makes sense that you can do something for your body in different periods of the month because your body is doing all these different things at different points. Um, but why would we even care about what we eat at different points in our cycle? Well, your cycle is essentially broken up into four different phases where mm-hmm. it's trying to do four very different things. Totally. Right? Within this month, there's like this whole world of change happening in your body. Exactly. And so I think um, we end up growing up having an attitude of like, oh, it's awful. The symptoms, the inconvenience, the everything, right? Mm-hmm. Like from PMSing to having your period to not knowing anything about what happens in between right. <laughs> those yeah. two things. Yeah. Um, I think that we just are kind of like victims, mm. subject to... What's going on in our bodies instead of working with it? Yes. And so if you can can just come along here with us on this mindset. I thought you were going to say this magical ride. Magical mindset reset. And just for this episode, start practicing thinking about how you can listen to your body Mm -hmm. and serve your body with what it naturally wants to do already. Instead of fighting your body, not listening to your body, doing the opposite of what your body <laughs> is trying to tell you, um, oh, man. 
And if you can just for this episode come with us to approach your body that way, this information is going to make a lot more sense. For sure. I like that disclaimer. Now we can like jump into things with this mindset. Mindset. Um, So obviously throughout the entire month, your hormones are fluctuating a ton. Your energy is shifting a ton. You've got PMS symptoms. um, And basically what we're trying to suggest in this idea of connecting with your body and eating in a way and moving in a way that's helpful um, is to kind of support hormone production, activity, at certain points hormone detox, because all those things matter and all those things play a huge part in, like you were saying, PMS symptoms, energy, libido, everything. Yep. So um, we want... We want to help you guys stay in this like homeostasis kind of place, help your body stay in that or get to that. Mm -hmm. And so this, I mean, diet just in general, we know is so important, but then when you add this extra layer of diet and caring for yourself in this way, depending on the cycle that you're in and what your body is working on inside of you, it's kind of mind blowing. It is. And if you guys want to hop back and listen to the episode about hormones and understanding your hormones, it'll give you a bit of a foundation um, for what your body is trying to do on its own. Mm -hmm. And as we talk about foods that you can bring in to support that process, um, it might make a little bit more sense. Yes. We always like a good context here. Yeah, we always like telling you to hop back and listen. (laughs) (laughs) Hop on back there, please. Um, so before we get started in like these uh, different phases, the four kind of major phases of our cycles, I wanted to throw out something that I've only learned about like within the last few months um, in terms of how to support your uh, self during your cycle. It's called seed cycling. Seed cycling. Seed like seeds that oh, little seeds like from that you like grow. semen, <laughs> like the like like baby seed. Yeah, sure. <laughs> no, like actual seeds. Seeds that grow in the ground. Seeds, like sesame seed. Oh. Yeah. Okay. There's some context for you. And also helping create a baby seed, or not. Yeah. I suppose, depending. Um, but have you heard much about seed cycling? A little bit. I feel like I saw some stuff shared on Instagram a few months ago, and I was like, oh, that's probably weird, I don't know. And then I actually, like sat and read the post and I was like this is fascinating which then led me to research some more before I actually talked about it with anybody Um, (laughs) but the idea is literally about seeds that you're eating different seeds at different points in your cycle so there's in this uh, idea there's just sort of two chunks of um, your cycle that they're looking at uh, to help boost estrogen in the first half and then boost progesterone in the second half so what's happening in the first half and the second half that you would want to boost estrogen or progesterone? Right. Well, the first half, right, we're like preparing to ovulate. Yes. And then in the middle you ovulate. Yep. And then afterwards you're either preparing for a baby mm-hmm. or preparing to have your period. Right. Right. Um, so days one through 14 on seed cycling. So, so it's the first couple weeks. You start your period. Yes. Until you ovulate. Mm-hmm. That's the time frame. Yes. What do you eat? Um, so daily, you'll have one to two tablespoons of raw, ground, I'm going to throw in organic, because I think that's important here, uh, flax seeds and pumpkin seeds. Mm. So it's the first two weeks, 
one to two tablespoons raw, ground, organic flax seeds, pumpkin seeds. So not flax meal. Correct. That's different. Flax seeds. Yes. And pumpkin seeds are the same as, what the heck, pepitas. Oh. Pepitas and pumpkin seeds. Oh, of course. Yes, yes. Okay. Same thing. There you go. Okay. Pepitas. Ah, the pepitas. <laughs> the flexitas. <laughs> and then your second uh, couple weeks, you're doing the same thing. One to two tablespoons of raw, ground, organic sunflower seeds and sesame seeds. Okay. So easy to add in. Yeah. And apparently it's like the jam for giving your body what it needs during those um, couple phases. So... um. How long does one need to practice the seed cycling before they see the benefits? Well, I think it's going to depend on everybody's different, whatever, makeup. The things that I read about it were like within about three months, people were noticing, sorry, uh, people were noticing shifts in like their PMS symptoms, Mm. their energy level, their libido. Like it really was naturally helping them balance out their um, hormones. Wow. Right? And it's, like, so easy. It so wasn't easy. even saying, eat this particular thing or don't eat this during the... It, seed cycling is literally just adding these things seeds. in. Yeah. Um, question. Where does one procure these seeds? Where do you go to get them? Well, you go out into your yard and you harvest them. <laughs> First, you ask yeah. the garden fairies <laughs> if they could... <laughs> Um, but can you find this stuff at like a health food store? Do you need to order it online? I mean, flax seeds, pumpkin seeds, sunflower seeds, these are not like completely abnormal things. Pumpkin seeds, depending on what season you're in, might be a little harder to find, but I feel like for the most part you can find them at a health food store. Yeah, the important thing is that you're not getting roasted and salted. So it's not a yeah, snack. Right. It's a supplement. Yes. So you want the raw organic good stuff you might have to look online a little bit for that but join us on instagram we will share resources oh yes for where we find the the very best fairy seeds only the best for the gynas <laughs> yes so that's a like one kind of train of thought of adding things in you can add these things in along with these other kind of general nutrition and different phases suggestions we have too. wonderful yes um so like tiffany mentioned your first phase is technically while you're bleeding right the menstrual phase and during this phase, what do you, like, crave when you're on your period? Well, when you're on your period, it's, like, it's a very, like, turning in time, right? So, like, you kind of want, like, your comfort food, mm-hmm. warm. Yes. Um, maybe more soft. Yes. So that's, in general, the ideal. So comfort food can mean a lot of things to people. That is right. Right? Um, yes. So just a little, cl- yes. Comfort food, comforting for your body is different maybe than, like, comforting for your your brain. Yeah. Because <laughs> right? so my nourishing. comfort food is, like, mac and cheese, you know, like, yes. something that's, like, totally not actually comforting. Um, but warm foods, kind of traditional comfort foods in terms yeah. of, like, hearty soups and things like that can okay. be really great for this time. Um, soothing teas, like chamomile, mm. whatever, right? Oh, it's with your soup and your tea climb in bed mm, that sounds nice bleed <laughs> climb in bed bleed and eat warm stuff yeah um you want to decrease salty foods during this time you want to ideally stay away from alcohol and caffeine like how much staying away <laughs> so how much are we talking about the suggestion okay so i was being kind 
The suggestion is to not drink alcohol or have caffeine. My suggestion is to just decrease it a little bit um, to what makes sense for your life. But that's the suggestion there. Got it. Makes sense. Um, methylated bees, vitamins. So, yep. So like a bee complex that has methylated ingredients on the back. Yes. That helps it, you know, your body break it down that much easier. Um, magnesium can be really helpful during this time too. And then during my period, I'm not always like, I want to go work out. But some suggestions were while you are bleeding, like really slow flow yoga and like very, um, you know, just like intentional stretching and movements and like very light walks. Not really the time to be like, I'm going to start my new CrossFit. Yeah. (laughs) Just being gentle with your body. That's like the whole idea. The foods that you eat, the things that you do with your body, just being really gentle on Mm. it. So nothing that's going to be hard for your body to work with. I think think this is the stage that I always live in. (laughs) I just want to get into my bed and have my chamomile tea and bleed. And bleed. Like, like nice. can you personality type people from I, their yeah, instead period of like the cycles? Enne- Enneagram or however you pronounce uh-huh. it. What type are what you? What phase of the menstrual <laughs> cycle are you? I kind of think we need to create a survey. It's like, coming. Okay. <laughs> Check out all that one. Um, and then next we have the follicular, follicular phase, which, what happens during that phase? Your body Overall. is done bleeding and now it's preparing for ovulation. Yeah, it's just preparing for the whole thing all over again it is congratulations it is literally making a follicle yes hence the name follicular yes right so during this phase these you know first whatever right before you ovulate um you're thinking like fresh foods light foods nothing that's gonna like weigh you down yeah in general um salad fruit Yes, fermented foods can be really great right now. The idea is to help metabolize the estrogen that's going through your body. So sprouted and fermented foods are going to be super helpful to add in. Because Um, it just helps your digestion. Right. Okay. Yes. Broccoli, sprouts, kimchi, uh, if you like kombucha, like all those kind of fermented types of things. Got it. Great time to do that. Um, And if you are ever like tempted by any of those like seven day cleanses or like a detox of any kind the follicular phase is like the time to start it i thought that was so interesting because now don't you're like your body's preparing has a little bit more energy and it's like the perfect storm for your body to be like okay and your mind to be in that mindset of like we're gonna do this my body's gonna respond well to it especially in comparison to the other phases so yes yeah. So this is when your body is willing to let things go, mm-hmm. right? Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so then you're living in the follicular phase until you ovulate. And during the follicular phase, you can, the suggestion is like lighter cardio, not going like super high intensity. But once you go into the ovulatory phase, that's when you, I'm sure you've noticed, you have more energy. Yes. Not only just like emotionally, physically, you have more sexual energy, all the things, because your body's like, okay, we're ready and we're going to make a baby, right? We're going to make a baby. Even if it's not, you're like, I'm sorry, 
but we can live in that space of, you know, the good things that this phase can give us. That's mindset, a, remember? Yes, mindset. We're working with the body. Mm-hmm. It doesn't know that it's not going to make a baby. Poor thing. No. But you say, that is good and right that you want to. It's like your kid, like your little kid who <laughs> wants to do something and they just can't yet. Yeah. You're like, you you do your best. I'm yeah. Cheering you on. You try to get those socks on your feet. You can't do it. Your <laughs> thumbs don't bend right yet. Poor little body trying to make a baby. You <laughs> try your hardest. <laughs> or make a baby if you want to. Yeah. Or accidentally, whatever. Um, but that's a great, this is a great time to like get into those more intense workouts and whatever because your body's going to want to go harder at that point in all the ways, I feel like. So hard. <laughs> that's what she said. Hey, baby, you want to go hard? <laughs> well, I am in my ovulatory phase. <laughs> so yes, yes, I do actually. Um, but this phase is all about supporting the liver. Estrogen is increasing. Um, and in general, anti-inflammatory foods are going to be like the jam, um, whole foods, vegetables, almonds, eggs, you know. Back on the B6, right? Back on the B. The Bs, I feel like B vitamins just in general are so helpful, but if you are picking and choosing when you're taking certain ones, the ovulatory phase is a great time to pop a few B6 if you're thinking about it. So, okay, so we've like made it through. You've ovulated. You've pushed that little follicle. Push that little egg out. Pop. Yep. Maybe you felt it. Maybe you didn't. But you hit it hard. <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> now it's over. You went real hard, didn't you? <laughs> you should be very proud of yourself. Um, and now we're in the luteal phase. So. Luteal. <laughs> um, and this is just like those, you know, couple weeks before you have your period where your body is Hoping that it's pregnant, Mm -hmm. because that's all it really wants to do. Yep. Mm -hmm. Um, And this is when most people are seeing, you know, symptoms of like, oh, my period is coming, I'm Mm -hmm. having a bit more PMS, my discomforts um, are increasing, my cravings for carbs and sweet things are increasing. Does that about cover it? It covers it. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, that's how I feel in that phase. I'm like, I want all the carbs. Um, but so all of the, all of the phases of our cycle are important, obviously. And in terms of eating right for each one, this is probably like the most important. Let's one. hear it. Yes. I'm taking notes. So carb cravings are increased during this time. What you want to do is you want to increase serotonin, right? In your brain. So if you are going to do anything, you want to add on leafy greens like as much spinach, kale, whatever, hide it wherever you need to in your smoothie, in your frittata. Ah, <laughs> the frittata. <laughs> With the papitas. <laughs> and the flaxitas. <laughs> um, yes, so leafy greens, quinoa, um, magnesium-rich foods, that's going to help fight fatigue, your low libido. Um, cucumber's really great during this phase, too. Cucumber's like a little magical little thing that you wouldn't really expect because it just tastes like water, kind of. But, interestingly enough, it can help fight water retention, which is a huge part of just that bloating, that discomfort, all of that that where people are just like, oh, I just don't feel comfortable in this phase. Cucumber. Yes. And so I think you hit on a really important element here. Mm-hmm. 
You're craving carbs, and that's going to include sugar, Mm -hmm. and the reason is because your brain Mm -hmm. wants the serotonin. Yes. And the brain can get serotonin for a very short period of time if you carb load, but that's not going to make anything else feel better. No. It's actually like where your water retention comes from. Right. And you kind of feel, I mean, like you feel good in the moment. Your stuff in your face. Yeah, carbs carbs feel good in the moment. They sure do. Mm-hmm. But to actually support your system right. and make a lasting um, contribution to your nutrition, leafy greens is what's going to actually increase that serotonin and right. make you feel good yes. for longer. And that's the jam. That's what, right? what we're trying to do here. Yeah, we're trying to figure out what your body needs in each of these phases and actually give it to it in a way that it's going to be like, thank you, rather than make it upset with you. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, Mindset. Mindset, mm-hmm. for sure. Um, now, during this phase is when I have actually have a sweet tooth. I, like, the rest of the time, mm-hmm. especially after having kids, I just sort of, like, lost my sweet tooth, but during this phase... Especially as it gears up just a bit closer to my period. I'm like, I want cheesecake. I want cake. I want cookie. I want whatever. Late at night. Mm-hmm. And that's right. So obviously sugar, carbs, whatever is what you're craving. Um, dark chocolate is actually a really solid choice to like treat yourself. Mm-hmm. So. Because it's an antioxidant. Mm-hmm. So I'm not talking milk chocolate. No, that has too much sugar in it. Right. Dark, dark chocolate. chocolate. Dark chocolate's usually like 60% cacao, right? Mm-hmm. So anything more than that is going to be like a little bit bitter, but it'll just give you just enough. Yes, for sure. A little taste. You get it with a little salt on there, too. Uh, there's also a lot of magnesium in dark chocolate. Mm-hmm. It's just a very solid thing, and I think a lot of, like, the joke is like, oh, like, I'm going to start my period and eat, like, a bunch of chocolate and yeah. whatever. Um, if you just swap that out for dark chocolate, you get the feeling of, Mm -hmm. oh, I have my fancy little treat, and you're also being good to your body. Yeah, I like that. Look at that. Um, Ashwagandha is a great herb during this phase, too. It can help, like, curb the stress and things like that. Yeah. Ashwagandha is an adaptogen, which is an herb that helps support your stress response. Hmm. Put that in your pocket. (laughs) When you're standing in line and you hear somebody talking about ashwagandha, you say, excuse me, what is that? You say, oh, it's an adaptogen. And they say, wow, you're so smart. Um, You also want to decrease your dairy at this point. Again, that's just like a um, thing that's going to inflame your system. Yep. Um, Unfortunately, I'm going to say it again, but alcohol, caffeine, carbonated drinks, so some, you know... People like just like that bubbly nature of their la croix. Do you mean like what I'm drinking <laughs> yes. right now and I'm in the luteal phase of some, my cycle? Some people really like la croix named Tiffany. Okay. Why they have their luteal phase. Well, the suggestion is to decrease it. Didn't say do away with it. Okay, so I only had four today. Okay, so I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> I'm fine. Everything's fine, Okay. <laughs> Um, and then this is a great time too to like do more strength types of um, exercises too. If you're like mixing it up throughout the month, um, this is a great time to do like the Pilates or the higher intensity yoga kind of things. So 
And then you start bleeding again, right? And you go back to the beginning and then you continue on, right? And you're seed cycling and you're eating your leafy greens and all your things and you're taking care of your body. Yeah. And you're like a whole new person. Yeah. And so like, I would like to challenge people to, to take just a couple of these suggestions and implement them. Yeah. Just for the first month and see if you notice any changes because I bet you, I'm not going to say a dollar amount because... I will I'm going to be yeah. right. <laughs> right. I mean, yeah. Um, I think that if just the act of paying attention mm. to where you are in your cycle, with, which huge majority of women could not tell you if you asked them right now, what phase of your cycle are you in? Oh, like, that's an interesting right? thought. Yeah, I agree. Completely. They'd be like, well, I'm not bleeding. Right. Yeah. I'm not, they'd say like, I'm not in my period. Right. Yeah. Um, so I think if we just as women started paying attention to the phase of the cycle that we're in, which there's lots of apps that can help you with that. Mm -hmm. Um, and you just took a couple of these suggestions and implemented them. You would start to get this rhythmic cyclic understanding of what your body is trying to do. And by working with that and paying attention to it, I think is going to put you in like emotional harmony with what your body is already going to do. For sure. Well said, girl. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So this week, um, we'll be sharing some more about like, you know, suggestions for like meal planning and whatever else. We'd love to hear feedback on anything that's worked for you in the past. If you have implemented any of these things um, in the past already and uh, anything that you're excited to try we just want to hear back from you about all this. I actually, I was thinking about this as I was preparing. It's like, I haven't had my period for a couple years now, uh, just because I got pregnant and then I'm still nursing and my period tends to stay away for a long time when I'm in that phase. Brag, brag, brag. Yeah, I'm just really great. Um, but it kind of made me think like, oh, I'm, I'm looking forward to sort of that piece that you were talking about, that like, this is the rhythm of my life. Yeah. There's a piece of that that kind of kind of yeah. I miss because um, it just it tells you a lot about what your body needs what it wants like yeah oh for sure that's why I get freaked out about birth control that skips periods yeah Ugh. I think your body like it wants to do a thing let's let it do a thing let's support it and let's Let's investigate the negative emotions you have about what your body's trying to do so that we can work with it. Mm-hmm. Mindset. I like it. Well, sweet. Thanks for coming along on this magical mindset tour. Yeah, thanks for us. sharing so many great ideas and why um, they're worth implementing and very specific foods that we can yeah. be trying and avoiding and everything. This is actually a really exciting thing for me. I'm ready to try. Woo! Well, let's see what happens these next few months and holla back at us about yeah. it. We'll, uh, we'll catch you next time, Gyners, and we'll see you on Instagram, um, in our stories especially. It's like my fave. Um, also, an awesome spot to find us too is on Facebook in our Facebook uh, group. I was going to say page. It's a group um, called Wine and Gyne Community. Mm-hmm. So check it out. Join and chat with us some more this week. Bye, Gainers. Bye. (laughs) 
The sponsor of today's show is Whole Mother Co., a fun give back shop that includes you, the busy mama, in making an impact with your purchases. Your partnership raises money, promotes awareness, and supports the mother friendly causes you care about. Use code WINEANDGUIDE at wholemotherco.com to get $5 off your first order. Wow, Kelly, they made it all the way to the end. What did they win? Lady, you've won a priceless connection with your amazing body that you've been doing your fab life in. Our hope is we've gifted you with some information and perspective you can use. Sharing is caring, and our mission is to make these topics familiar to all women. We bet you can think of three people right now who will find this episode helpful. So be a pal and share it. Lastly, you won't want to miss a thing coming up in Wine and Guide, so subscribe to get all the tasty details directly to your ears. Have a great day, vagina experts!